When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. <laughs> I'm back. That's the best way to put it. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, man. So the, the, the Ugandan man. <laughs> yep. Next time I have to like, we're going to hold. We I need a like a national ID card and stuff like. Oh, OK. So like the next trip, I think is going to be more like getting uh, planting roots rather than just meeting people. So um, also, so it's already planning another roots back. 2027 is the latest that I'm going to go back. Oh, okay. there, there, there's a plan to get me there earlier, but okay. for sure I want to be there for AFCON 2027. Oh, wow. So, okay. Cool. I mean, no, you guys should, you guys should come. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we yeah, could yeah, do a whole okay, AFCON, bro. Yeah, man. It's just, I mean, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not so far from, um, you know, the, the, the Nigerian ends, man. So, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's an embassy there if you need help. Oh, for sure. But, but yeah, 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 anyway. There's a there's a plan to get me there like 2020 like next year or 2025. But if you can't tell by my voice, I've been a bit sick because flying is horrible, mm. especially the flight from London to um, back back home. It's like a nine hour flight. Oof, damn. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest. But I watched yeah. a few movies. I watched something with Jennifer Lawrence. What it was? I watched the Equalizer three, oh, and, okay. and Elf. <laughs> oh, Elf! Oh gosh! Yeah, the wish was during Christmas, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So hold on, I need to change something on my. Otherwise, this fan noise is gonna be crazy throughout the whole pod. But there we go. Max Fan Control. Shout out to that app. It's a very good one. If you have a Mac, you should get it. Um. So yeah, like the 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 last week has just been basically like recovering from sickness and debriefing my dad and my mom and my brother about everything that was on the on the on the trap pod we can get into more. yeah no that's what i was about to say like this is just like because like, literally, you know, literally we can talk stuff. africa race and people yeah yeah <laughs> uh, based on church so that 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 will be coming on the second pod. what's going on everybody this is the yes, talk Texas podcast my name is daniel it's a boy double h half of trying to live trying to stay alive uh, we did attempt to do the podcast Tuesday or Wednesday, I think, is the more accurate way of putting this. Um, yeah, remember to follow the podcast on all of the social media platforms, whether it's on Twitter or X, um, Instagram. I think those are the main two. Um, I'm at Daniel to look on Twitter, even though I don't tweet as much anymore. Have hope. Where can people find you? Um, Halfofabohot.com. Carl Anka is working for The Athletic, so you can find his writing there just google his name i'm sure it pops up why doesn't call why don't you have a wikipedia page by now and would mm. we be included in the wikipedia page this is my attempt to get into wikipedia that's my life goal actually is to have a wikipedia oh, yeah, page. Sure. so anyway um yeah let's just get into it so we haven't been here for a while um i have been around the world <laughs> literally um i was in London for a bit. Before that, I was in Uganda for a couple of weeks, um, visiting family and meeting people, seeing stuff. I saw a bunch of monkeys and different things. Oh, um, wow. What else? What do we do? We released the Chelsea pod, so I hope you guys, mm, there was up. ample time to listen to that one. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. The feedback from at least the people that were in it seemed to be positive. So I'm thankful for for that, at least that the people who were in it liked it and um, enjoyed listening to it. So I hope you guys had some level of pleasure in it as well. Um, there should be another one coming out probably next year um, about 7-1. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, Brazil, Germany and how that how that went. So I just need to find the time and get to it um but yeah so thank you for for indulging us in this in this little break um but we're back so what has transpired like where where should we start because i feel like the place to start and you tell me if i'm wrong is the troubles of manchester city 
that the last month has kind of shown. They've been dropping yeah. points left, right, center. So I mean, I mean, by the time this comes out, they they they'll probably win their first trophy this season. Actually, uh, oh, no, 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 no. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, what's it called? It's because no, sorry. They they play Friday. They play Friday. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, they, they play, play Fluminense. Yeah, Flum Fluminense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if you want to be proper. Do you know um, they have a striker named John Kennedy? Oh, wow. <laughs> Shout out to him, bro. Brazilians don't care about names, man. No, no. Because there's, there's a Kennedy that there's, obviously there's, there's we know Arsenal, as a Chelsea football club. Something. There's, there's, there's the Kennedy we know because he used to play for Chelsea. Then there's Malcolm. There's a whole bunch. People just name their kids anything. Um, or just after American people, but then they don't spell it right. I feel like this John Kennedy actually got the Kennedy right. It's not a weird spelling of Kennedy, but anyway, he's a striker that's apparently one of the better up-and-coming footballers or number nines in Brazil. So maybe he'll end up in Portugal or England or somewhere someday. Um, but yeah, Manchester City, they've dropped points. I want to say like five or yeah, five out of the last seven, I think. It's been it's been some strange run of four. Yeah, it's not, I think they said it's the worst run since December twenty sixteen. Um, as someone who's had his finger on the pulse at least more than me, what are you attributing this downward form to? And do you see a way out of it for them? Two things. I think one is look. They've so one is this is this is like you're trying to go for four in a row, something never done in the Premier League, and this was a hump that they had always tried to get over, which was winning the Champions League. And I think once you spend so long trying to win that, oh, you so you said you finally do it. It's like, all right, we've done it. So how do you now remotivate people and give? them that crazy hunger that you had in your quest to not only remain kings of England, but also try and see what's up for that UCL. So that's one. There's the second thing is Gundogan. You know, I think every other player that City has, let's go, US for, yeah, you know, there was a replacement. Okay, Aguero, yeah, you, you've got Haaland there. Mares, um, you've got um, Doku, Grealish, and Foden is now developing. I mean, Zinchenko, okay, you've got, what's it called? It's, it's um, Ake. So, or Akanji. So there was always a replacement there. So Gundangan goes, Nunes, Kovacic, uh, you know, and Gundogan was not just a scrub. He was a very important dude. Like I think he got like what, 14, 15 goals that season they won the league and he's actually been one of their best players. So that whole thing of like how crucial and how important was Gundogan. So, but, I'm not going to be one of those guys that says, oh, shit, oh, my God, City, man. It's over, man. Like, bright's over. Everything is falling. Look, he's still a financial doper. And I'm not going to put money against a guy that financially dopes. I'm not. So, the fact of the matter is, let's see where we're at in January. Let's see what's in, in February. They still have the most lethal goal scorer in the world. Mm. They still have one of the most consistent managers in the world and they still have the best squad in the world. So they still have all these these things. And how the season goes is you have peaks and troughs, you know, you have ups and downs. Come back to me in February, come back to me in March and, let, and let's see where, where we're at. But this is an opportunity for Arsenal and for Liverpool, an opportunity that Arsenal took and Liverpool didn't. So, mm. Does this change your view of how important Kevin De Bruyne is to the team? No. Why not? Because they got 90 points without him. <laughs> that was four years ago? Three years ago? No. Like, I understand for, for De Bruyne, but <clears throat> at no point did I say, oh my gosh, De Bruyne. No. My thing, it's, it's, it's Gundogan. Gundogan is a thing. Mm. So, and if you're saying that you have a transfer budget of five countries' GDP, you are supplied by two oil rigs. And because the Drake of football, a.k.a. football's industry plants, isn't in your team, 
you can't win in four or five games, then I'm like, nah, sorry. That, like, you, 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 you can't sell that to me, bro. You can't sell that to me. That's, 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 nah, you can't sell that to me. The only Premier League team they've beaten in the last one, two, three, four, five, six games is Luton. And that was 2-1. And if mm-hmm. I remember, it was a late-ish winner. Yeah, they were down one, and they scored in 62-65 to, get, oh, yeah. to, yeah. to turn yeah. it back. So something is off with the City team. Now, okay, <clears throat> are we getting to a point where people should be thinking about the voice of the manager has gone stale? So we've never seen Pep this long at one club, and he's been there since 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So this is season... Seven or eight mm. um, of Pep. Are we reaching the point where the voice has gone? St- like you always hear this, so I'm just curious your thoughts on this. Like the manager's been there too long, his voice is going stale. Maybe they need a new blah blah blah. Or does that not apply to Pep because he's the so-called goat of his generation? So he just gets to stay as long as he wants. Like, are, are we reaching that point, or is this, or is this just a random occurrence? That will correct itself, given De Bruyne, Haaland, etc. I think we, we we will never know. That's why it's interesting. Like that's a great question, which I don't know, because what made Fergie so amazing is he had three different teams, maybe four, but he had at least three completely different teams, and was successful with three completely different teams. That is a massive skill to be able to be successful over such a long period of time, to be able to change with the times and to be able to meet different and new threats and new tactical methods. It's great because, bro, Wenger came and changed how football was played in England completely. Mm. And he had to meet that threat. Mourinho came with all the money from Abraham. He had to meet that threat. City came with their money. So that, so that is a new aspect of management is... Can you maintain success over a long period of time in an elite league? So, my if you were to ask me, if if you pointed a, nu- a nuclear warhead to my face, I'm like, can Pep do it? I'm like, yeah, I think he can. Yeah. But it's a valid question as to he's never been here before. So wait, so so Barca was three years or four years. So was that four years? I want to say when did he join? Two thousand six seven. No, 2007. No, 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 three or four seasons and then Bayern was three seasons yeah and then this is this is his longest stint anywhere so it's oh, it's, okay, it's, yeah, true. it's a question that would come up were it not Pep were it anybody I mean it's come up with Klopp I think mm. two seasons ago or last season when they struggled has Klopp reached the end of his blah, blah, blah. Mm. now with with the great managers I don't think that anyone ever really believes that point but people bring it up it's something that I'm thinking about, but I don't. There's not enough evidence yet. Their next games in the Premier League are Brentford, Everton, Sheffield. Yeah, come on. Bro. So they should win those. Then they play Newcastle, Burnley, Brentford again, Everton again. So Chelsea, <laughs> Feb seventeenth. So um, you know they'll be good, I think. But I do wonder about the longevity of particular projects. And how long can one coach stay at one club without his voice becoming, ah, it's just Pep doing Pep. Like, how many times can you reinvent the wheel or invent a new, not invent, but just apply new training methods or a new way of explaining things? Like, I don't know. I guess that's the, you, you can't be a manager without knowing those things, I guess. It's mm. just how to, how to say the same thing differently in order to make sure that your players are hearing a, a, a fresh thing, even if it's the same thing. But yeah, I don't think we're at that point yet. But yeah. I'm thinking about it. Arsenal might be worth talking about. They've been okay. Surprisingly so. 
I've seen a lot of people praising Declan Rice lately. So what are your thoughts on Declan Rice? He's still not worth a hundred mil. No. Still no, it's not worth a hundred mil. But look, he's not he's no, he's 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 been a good signing, man. Like just adding presence to the midfield, he's tackling, intercepting, goal scoring, contribution to the to, to the team. It's been a good signing. I just don't know whether he was an upgrade on Xhaka. I still feel that Xhaka Pate was a better kind of partnership than what it's been doing. So I don't know. Like I I feel Xhaka fits fitted the, the team better. So I don't as good as it's been, I don't know whether it's an upgrade in the midfield based on what they had last year. Yeah. Um there's another thing about Arsenal. Did you see the Jesus quotes about he's not a goal scorer mm. as such, even though he plays close to goal. And then they asked him, you know, oh no, he he kind of offered the point that if someone offered me to score a bunch of goals, but I had to change the way I play, I wouldn't do it. Essentially saying I he, he likes the way that he plays, where he's like a more rounded footballer rather than mm. a pure out and out goal scorer. Um now he scored in the last game, so I guess that kind of helps him a little bit because you know, I'm not a goal scorer, but then you score goals to kind of you know, it eases that a bit. But a lot of people, at least that I've been hearing, there are so many Arsenal fans in Uganda. It's crazy. I think they're the most supported team in Uganda by far. Oh, word. Um, They think Arsenal need a goal scorer. Otherwise, they can't compete with Manchester City and Liverpool. And I tend to agree with the point that they need somebody who's a goal-a-game guy um, or close to it. The problem is that person doesn't really exist. And if they do, you're not going to get them in January. Thinking primarily of Victor Osimhen. So, so you don't think can, Arsenal, that guy? Can, can Arsenal sustain a title challenge with Jesus and Enketia, a.k.a. Marlo from The Wire? Mm. Um, <laughs> and can, can, can they sustain it? Like, can they legitimately compete? I th- Now, I'll answer the question first. I think last year was an was an example of how they couldn't against a city team that eventually clicked. This year it doesn't seem as if city are in the same vein of form, so they might not need as many points this year as they would have last season. Even if last put it this way, they might finish with more points last year but still be better off this year based on the level of parity that Liverpool, Villa, City, and Arsenal seem to be going through. That those teams will beat each other up and points will be dropped along the way. So last season, they would have needed that clinical goal score in order to compete with what Haaland and Alvarez and all the others were up to. This season, they might be able to get away with the goals that Jesus gives you, that Nketiah gives you, that Havertz can come up with, that Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli... like. They might be able to do it by committee this year without necessarily needing that potent number nine Harry Kane type person, you know. Um, so they might be okay given the context of this season. That's my answer. But it, obviously, it would be nice to just go get someone. Yeah. Look, look for me. Look, they they did they did they did a finish like <laughs> Arsenal cannot win the, the the league with their current squad. No. They'll compete, but they can't win the league. If they have a clinical, ruthless finisher, they can win the league. Axel Foley in that dude. <laughs> um, Jesus, as we said, he says, bro, I'm not even a, a finisher. Whoa, and he can't... Do you think he looks more like Eddie Murphy from in the 80s than no, Marlon? No, just like his name is, is Eddie. He looks nothing uh, like... like okay, right, I, just, right. I just call him Axel Foley because his, his first name is Eddie. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but um, yeah, no, so you have to have those... And also like, bro, like... Who the hell gave him that number 14 jersey, bro? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> How can you wear Arsenal number 14 knowing what that jersey is? That is that's wild, man. He, but he's from the academy, so he's who, who grown cares? up idolizing that 14. Like, who cares? He, he wants that because he knows what it means for the club. Good, no, and idolize that in, in, in your own home. I don't care. No, who was who, who was wearing it before him? Was it Walcott? Walcott. No. It's already been disrespected. <laughs> like it's, it's it's not as if this is the first time. Like 
Come on. I mean, it's... that's. I mean, basically, you've basically. I think for Arsenal, that you should be ashamed of yourself. Like you've just ruined. <laughs> you've just ruined that jersey, man. Like, come on. Like it would. Is Enketia that much of a fallout from Walcott? I don't think so. So it's already been disrespected. It's been put through the mud already. So it's it's fine. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Thea Walcott, by the way. But yeah, either uh, way. Nah. Yeah, no, look, I mean, look, I mean, everyone has been about Tony, Tony, Tony. The thing with Ivan Tony is he's not played for ages. Do you know Tony, like the New Jack Swing group, Tony, Tony, Tony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've not actually heard any of the songs, but obviously- It never like, rains in Southern California? Anniversary? You know what? My sister probably played it sometime growing up and I've probably heard it. So I probably- you definitely heard Anniversary. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I would have. Time because, anniversary. Yeah. You've, you've, de- you've heard it. You've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Look, it, it could it could it could be Ivan Tony, man. He could be the dude. But again, it's like he's not played for ages, so it's hard to know whether he'll he'd be ready to say to say soup. Mm. And again, I think Jesus has a point. I think his footballing quality is in some ways an advantage, especially against teams that want to sit deep. He he has something about him that not other that many other players don't have that play football these days, which is he can dribble you, and he can mm. he can do a turn, he can do something that just creates space against low blocks. And you you know I've been watching Chelsea regrettably. Jackson does not have that capability. Brozier's mm, sometimes, but not often. I would love a, a a footballer like Jesus in the team that could just make something from nothing you put tony in those situations and now he's relying on Saka to create space for himself send across martinelli to dribble somebody send across odegaard to find us a, a path between the lines and then maybe he can turn and finish but jesus can almost do it himself and there aren't that many players who can do it themselves the problem with him is you see the capability of he can do this by himself it's just not something that happens every game so he becomes a frustrating player in some ways where it's like you have the capability of being more, but we don't see it every time, which is more a problem, I guess, for the national team than Arsenal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What do you make of Liverpool? Liverpool, um, their They're, attack, they, yeah, basically, they, they attack into it. Mm, they're a confusing so, team to me, bro. I don't get them. Darwin Nunes, Firmino, Sadio Mane, Luis Diaz, and a Salah who is thinking of Saudi Arabia at the end of this season. Oh, are you, are you saying they fell off? They've fallen off? Yeah. Yeah. Like no, Luis Diaz is a quality player, really good footballer. He doesn't have the clutch, big game goal scoring instincts that LDO had. That is a that, have have Bayless, have Bayless. Oh yeah, <laughs> skip hope. <laughs> but yeah, clutch what's it called? Um, Darwin Nunes is a downgrade on Firmino, just like a straight downgrade. And Salah is still there, but I think it's a Salah who has his eye on okay. I'm probably not going to be here. Like Salah in 2018, 2019, 2020, this is me fully committed. I'm that guy. I'm the Liverpool guy. Now he's like, okay, you know what? Let me, let me, he's, he's, he's got his mind a bit on other things. Do you think, do you, just quickly on the Salah point, do you think there's any thought in his mind about this might be my best chance or one of the last chances to win an AFCON? So let me not do anything too nuts to get myself injured or anything like that. Cause did, I don't know how many AFCONs he's going to have left. So, and it's, I th- I don't think he's won it. No, despite no, being hasn't. Egyptian, I think he missed the last part of that, like golden generation. So, mm. um, I, that's what I've been kind of thinking about certain players, even, you know, players who are going to the Asian cup, like maybe, maybe just take it easy <laughs> and, and, and get to the major comp and, then after that, we'll we'll see a better version of Salah. Not that he's been bad. I think he's been he's been himself, but 
himself plus Nunez and plus Diaz, I don't think is it's not hitting like it like it was. But again, like I like I said for Arsenal, they don't need to be that good this season. I don't think. They're not going to need the 98, 97, 90 points. I think 85, 86, 87 should be enough. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. Like, we're not so, getting a 90 plus this season, no. Yeah, so we, we don't need you to be hitting like you were in 2017 or 2018. Just but be, can, just this, be can this team get 90 plus? This thing, let's see, can this team even get 85 plus? I, I just don't think this team can get an 85 plus, no. You see, I don't, you, I don't you, think you look at their attack, I look at their midfield, and I think, mm. Cause where 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 at one time you had you know Henderson doing his thing, Fabinho holding, yeah, Endo into what yeah. Naldum. Now you have Endo, Graven Birch, and maybe uh, Harvey Elliott in there somewhere, or just whomever it might be. Um, and I don't, I'm I'm unconvinced by the midfield three, two, four that Klopp has has to pick. Um. And then their defense is, I mean, but their defense has always been kind of, it's more an attacking threat <laughs> than it is a defense. So um, even the positioning of Trent is something that I've been trying to pay attention to whenever I've watched them. But um, yeah, Liverpool, again, they're a confusing team. I don't exactly know. I don't, I, I can't say they are favorites to win. But they're certainly contenders. Just, but that's again based on how bad everyone else is, or the 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 issues that everyone else has. That's that's competing to the point where, like, I know you'll you'll tell me to shut up, but Aston Villa, they can do it. Do what? Win the league. Win the Premier League, as in the competition yeah, called yeah, the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, stop it! No. <laughs> like no. I, I, I knew this would be the response, but tell you tell me the the outstanding team this season that would stop Aston Villa from accruing this eighty five ninety points. Aston Man City. Like when we get to February and, and March, Aston Villa will not be in the conversation. Now, they, they may be like third, fourth, and everything, but when it now gets to week 26, week 27, Villa will not be there. Like, no, like you you need a squad. You need, you need, you need a, a can, squad. Can, like, okay. they're overperforming and they're doing amazing, but come on, you, you can't be serious that's all oh, they can. No, they can't win the of league. Of course no. they can. I'm not saying they will, but they can. I'm not. I'm saying they can't. I'm saying they can't win the league. <laughs> that's a definitive statement. Yeah, they can't. Okay, yeah. so how do you feel about Girona then? Can, can't, won't. Will? Girona won't, but they can, but they won't. <laughs> and, and I see the difference there is Barca is a complete mess oh, right now. Oh, buddy. you don't even know what you're going to get. And bro, Madrid, Al- like what's it called? Militao, wow. Courtois, Alaba for the season. Cleanouts for the, for the season. So, and for Girona, like... It just seems like they've just hit like a sweet spot now. So the thing with Girona is, even if I don't, I, I, I don't, they won't win. But why I think that it is possible for them to win, whereas I don't think that we can win, is because of the other teams and just the situations with the, with the competition. So it's more in likely in your mind that Girona can beat Real Madrid to a title than Villa oh, for sure. Arsenal yes. or Liverpool. You see, I don't believe either will happen, but you have to say which is most more likely, Girona, for sure. <laughs> okay. For sure. Yeah, okay. Um, no, but like, I, I do think it's worth stopping on Madrid and saying their injury crisis at the moment is pretty nuts. So, Milit- as you said, Militao, Alaba, Courtois, obviously Vinicius is having his hamstring troubles and they're not a big squad. In, uh, I remember I looked at, at their team at the beginning of the year and I think they had 22 or 23 first team players. They're not a big squad with, you know, 30 people, 20, even, you know, 28. It's it's like a, a national team, you know, mm. that's at a World Cup or something. That you know, they get twenty three, twenty four guys. Um, to have a large chunk of them out is is bad. Thank, I mean, they should be thanking their lucky stars that they signed Jude Bellingham and he's had the the run of form that he's had without those goals. I mean, he's legit a golden boot contender from midfield, <laughs> yeah, which is pretty crazy in a league that has you know. Griezmann and 
Lewandowski and those kinds of players. But um, even though you know Lewandowski's looking a bit long in the tooth, but we can't. What do you mean by longer than the, the, the guy? He's a he's a, he's a, he's a piss back. The guy's a geriatric. He's old. He's finished. <laughs> I don't like the term piss back, but either way. <laughs> um, yeah. What are they going to do at center back? So luckily, there's a January transfer window. Um, I've seen should they go for Sergio Ramos? I now I thought this before I heard it on television. Thiago Silva would be a perfect stopgap for Real Madrid. At fifty, he's one of Chelsea's better performing players at the moment. Chelsea won't want to sign him into the next year, and for the next six months, he can do a job. Plus, putting him alongside Rudiger is not the worst idea. Considering Wait, so, 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 so you think Chelsea would, would would allow that in January? If they're not going to keep him, how do you think Chelsea would stop Thiago Silva going to Real Madrid? I don't think so. And and Madrid would have to pay. So, and well, no, but then Chelsea has to say like, what are the consistent defensive options there? Because isn't isn't homeboy for fun still injured or is he back? No, but they're playing. Chelsea are playing four center backs. Like the the last game, they were playing four. Center back is not a position that Chelsea have a problem with. They have a problem with, you know, Reese James staying fit, Ben Chilwell being fit, Kukurea being fit. So now they're playing center backs as fullbacks. But you've got Colwell, DeSassi, Badia Shield, um, and I think there's another one in there that's not uh, Thiago Silva. So you've got at least three, four, and I'm forgetting a name. So um, I, for me, if I was Silva, I would love. I don't. He's not played in Spain, to my recollection. Mm. So this would be his uh, last chance to go to Madrid. Who's going to reject that? And Madrid have the capacity of winning things this year. It's not like you're going to a Madrid in disarray. They just don't have any center backs at the moment um, that you would really trust. So you go. You could win La Liga. You could conceivably win a Champions League. I don't think it's beyond the but, realm. But, but what's of his fitness so. like, though? That's the thing. Do you know that as, as his age, he can last for sure for six months? Mm. You, nothing is for is for for certain. But when was his last big injury? I, I can't recall. And I don't think Madrid are really in the position to go spend forty million, fifty million, sixty million on the next young best thing. I don't think that's that's what they would want to do. So, and I think Sergio Ramos has done so much, like, groveling to the Sevilla fans, saying, I'm sorry I left. I didn't mean to go to Madrid for so long. I'm, I'm happy to be here, blah, blah, blah. That if he just left for Madrid again, <laughs> he'd never be allowed back. So, I think, in my own, and maybe this is just me having a Chelsea-centric analysis of the game, which is, you know, my... My my place, um, Thiago Silva makes so much sense, and I don't think a forty year old would reject six months at Madrid. I don't. I don't think. No, 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 no. And he he <laughs> he's good still, which is the good. Oh no, the, no, bro. He's 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 one of Chelsea's best players <laughs> at his age. So yeah, that's you know. Anyway, um, is there anything else in Spain that's worth discussing? You tell me. I mean, well, this is not really related to Spain, but well, actually, it's sort sort of. Ah. So Thursday, we're going to find out the Super League ruling. Uh oh. So they're going to find out whether it is it is within their legal rights to actually go through with our Super League issue. So if what do you want? Uh, no, I, I want them to. I want the Super League to pop off. <laughs> so. So if they find that they were, they were in their rights on FIFA and UEFA can't block them for sporting practice and everything, I think Premier League clubs owe some cheddar <laughs> for leaving. Mm. So basically, I think just for me and just for debate and just for um, discussion, it'd be great if the ruling rules in favor of the Super League. That'd be amazing. And I think all things point to yeah, you feel for you for you can't actually, you can't stop it. I don't think you have enough legal ground to actually stop it. Like where 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 is your legal ground to stop a breakaway super league? Where? Mm. So so 
if you use a different sports league, like the NBA might be the best one to use in this context. I think all of the NBA teams are contractually signed to the National Basketball Association mm. to where they can't make moves without the permission of the league itself. Contractually bind. Okay, so and, and, and that's under contract. That's in contract. I believe so. Like, I think mm. they... Uh, I, somebody could correct me. But I think the basketball team started as kind of independent contractors as such. Mm. But then they all clicked up to make an association. There was, you know, the NBA, the ABA, they merged together and they create, you know, uh, a larger NBA. But all well, the teams actually, can't actually, no, make it moves. Makes sense. But all... Because but, we, uh, no, no, because we're not just on your points. Yeah. Because the the big three, and that's the issue that Ice Cube has been having. Because the NBA say, oh no, you're you're using elements of the NBA within your league, and you can't do that. <laughs> so, you know. Sure. Um, but I think they're all no no team like the Lakers can't just make some unilateral decision without some sort of permission from the NBA head office or league office. I don't think they're allowed to do that as such in terms of, we want to start our own thing. No, you can't because you're buying, you're bound to the NBA. I don't think because football clubs and I mean, there are some football clubs that are just football clubs, but if you look at Real Madrid, Real Madrid is a sporting entity. They have a volleyball team. They have a basketball team. They're like, they're a sporting club. They're not just a football arm. Even though their football arm is the most popular thing about Real Madrid, Florentino Perez, I don't think, is just the president of the football team. He's the president of the sporting club. That sporting club is its own entity. Yes, it has uh, a duty or some agreement with La Liga, with UEFA, with FIFA to some extent. But they're not contractual. Like they can do or should be able to do what they want based on whatever is best for the teams that we have. So I've always thought that it's very strange that clubs who, at least on paper, are more or less independent contractors. We agree to play in the Premier League, but we don't have to. We agree to play in La Liga, but we don't have to. We agree to play in Serie A, but we don't have to. Like I'm sure the international law in those three countries is different, but I'm just using them uh, as examples. We don't need to be in UEFA. We don't have to. We just are because it's the best way that's been organized so far. But if we can come up with a way to do it by ourselves, why can't we? I feel like that's a legitimate argument that some court would have to take seriously on some level. It's like they're not UEFA's teams. UEFA didn't create Real Madrid in the same way that the NBA created like the Charlotte Bobcats, which then became the Hornets. Like they're not expansion teams or these things predate in many cases, unless you're PSG, they predate UEFA. Mm. The formation of UEFA, like Real Madrid has been there since the 1800s. I think UEFA was invented in 1955, 1954. So how, how we're not an invention of UEFA or of FIFA. We predate them. So how are we now contractually bound to just play there? Now, unless they've signed something that in in perpetuity until, you know, 2,399, you must play in the UEFA Champions League or whatever UEFA competition they have, then okay, I guess, you know, you're stuck. But I doubt that exists. So why can't they? Would be my would be my question now, no, 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 and just yeah. just 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 lastly, no. I don't think they want to leave UEFA. Well, I think this might have just been a money play from broke clubs during COVID. So Barca, Juventus, Real Madrid. I think Juventus has has disappeared from those three, but they got the Premier League clubs to sign on to something with I think a 100 or 200 million clause that if you leave, you have to pay us the money. I don't think at this point they want to leave you away for competition. What I do think they want is all of the teams who sign, you're going to pay that fine money. And then Barca and Madrid can split it or 
if Juventus is there, it goes three ways. And if they got 12, 15 teams to sign on to this thing, or was it 16? 16 times 100 times 200, it's, you know, billions, I guess, or close to it. There you go. We just made 500 million, 600 million, whatever the number might be. So that's their incentive, I think. So they take the money, but they're not going to make the league because none of those other teams are going to join the thing after what happened a few years ago. So... Yeah, it's just it's a money play at this point. Oh no, no I think yeah. Look, I, th- I think that's that's the main thing. Like, I mean, it's, it's you're not going to see the Super League get restarted because they're not going to join back. You know, so it's just that. Wow, that's 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 going to be a lot of money <laughs> that Barca, Juve, and Real could use. But yeah, it's like sure. Like, I mean, th- there are no legal grounds. There are no real legal grounds for you to, to stop a a Super League. You know, there aren't any. So. You know, like, why did you try to stop? But yeah, I get it. It's like, you know, England were like, oh, no, we, we stopped the heritage, blah, blah. We, we want to keep on beating up on Scunthorpe, Burnley, and all, and all those clubs and everything, blah, blah. Okay, Do you know, cool, okay, thank you. the problem really with the Super League was the messaging of it. They, yeah, I, like, they, they didn't fully sit in Sorry. They had people believing that Chelsea, United, Liverpool, Arsenal were leaving the Premier League and joining a league where those teams will be playing 38 games a year against teams from the continent, thereby leaving, you know, the likes of Everton or at the time maybe Southampton or whoever the clubs were on their own in English football, whereas the other teams were leaving. That was never the proposal. But I think there's always been this idea not always, but there's been this notion hanging around that the big teams are going to leave and what's going to happen with English football, what's going to happen with Spanish football, what's going to happen with French and Italian and German, like what happens when all these teams leave? So the ideas or preconceived notions that people had about the Super League that's been around probably since the 70s or the 80s crept into what people assumed this move was. And that's what led, I think, in large part to the amount of protest and upheaval that fans were doing, you know, where Petr Cech had to come out and, you know, assuage the fans that, you know, everything's going to be okay and blah, blah, blah. Um, The messaging of the Super League was just very bad. I guess that's the best way to put it. It was Mm. woeful messaging. They didn't get across that this is not an attack on league football as such. It's an attack on how the Champions League and UEFA competitions are are run and is there a better way to organize how uefa competitions are and then you look at obviously there are or there needed to be a discussion about it because uefa have gone to the swiss model so even within the context of uefa they were trying to work out how do we how do we do this better so i think there's just always a a level of contempt that people are going to have for clubs doing things their own way that they're just greedy and they want to do this and that. So I guess having UEFA there gives people some level of comfort that this thing is being overseen by somebody. But Mm. then you look at UEFA's track record, and I think, are these the most trustworthy people to be overseeing how European competitions are, are overseen with all the drama and corruption and just nonsense that they've put us through, at least for in my lifetime? No. So if the clubs can come up with a better way of doing it, whether it's Real Madrid or Barcelona, Juventus at the helm, who okay. But I don't think they shouldn't be allowed to try because even UEFA are scrambling for answers. And you look at the Swiss model. I mean, what do you think about that? It looks like bullshit. It's, 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 it's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's like, so basically, you basically stopped everything for, the, for that crap. I mean, it's, it's, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. The worst, and this is the worst part. I'll shut up here. But... <laughs> They've given more power to UEFA now to do even more nonsense. Like UEFA's position is now even more entrenched and powerful than it once was, um, which to me is a massive problem for where the sport will go because they can just do whatever they want now and they know there's there's not going to be anything coming back from the clubs. Like the clubs are basically bound to whatever we decide 
because the fans want it that way. The fans don't want the clubs being independent and doing whatever they want. The the fans seem to be happy with UEFA. Mm. Or or if they don't even understand what was happening, they've just entrenched UEFA's position. So um yeah. Um I'm sick of the messaging, I'm sick. There's just so much wrong with with how this whole thing went down. But I, I blame the Super League and its original launch. Like, it should have been done in a more concise and yeah. simple way to where everyone could understand what was happening. That Chelsea weren't leaving the Premier League. United wasn't leaving the Premier League. They were just going to do European football a different way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it was simple. Just about people just freaked out when they just said, "Oh shit, it's all there. What happens to the league, <laughs> mate? Just, come on." Nothing's no one ever reads the small print. Precious England, bro. Like nothing's gonna happen. No, to... no. Basically, the bottom line: no one ever reads the small print. People just look at the headlines. No one ever reads <laughs> the, the small print. Do you want to talk about Chelsea? Oh no! Actually, no, 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 no. You just need to listen to me speak. You need to chill. I watched your uh, <laughs> Newcastle post match. <laughs> you gotta chill, bro. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I was hyped. Cole, I was hyped. Cole Palmer and Mudrick are the new R- I was Mario hyped. and Ronaldo. I was hyped. Like- I was hyped. I said that it gives you the same emotions. The same. No, 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 no. Oh, what do you mean by Mudrick? Are you mad? No, I said Palmer and Unkunko. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Mudrick, that no. doesn't make it any better. But I know, but still, I mean, come on, there's not, there's a difference there. Google and and, and and Mudrick, but 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 shout out to donations though. I mean, even if Trippier messed up, but still, look, whenever you get a dub, you've you 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 if you got a because there've been way too many L's, bro, way too many L's. Yeah, but like, you do you know this club is still tenth. I know that's why, like, you know this club has only five gotta, wins. You need to find balance. Bro, like it's too it's too crazy. When I turn on the thing and you're like, it's like you've you've drunk the Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole bottle, not just a shot. It's like God. Bro. I swear I was sober, man. I swear. <laughs> By the night, I've I've seen Half Hope's guitar. I've played it. It's a nice guitar, but like you you only need to pull that pause. Like you only need to bring out the guitar. I was gonna say pull it out, but that's how Oh wow, cool. yeah. You only need to the, the the guitar should only be played. Not that you played it yesterday, but this is just an aside. If Chelsea win a trophy, or if they if they beat Man City or Liverpool or like a big team, but you can't back the the guitar out against I don't know Scunthorpe or whatever. So I kind of feel like Newcastle. <laughs> but no, no, but but yes, in this things... in this moment, like it's not worth getting over. No, no, no. But here's the thing: things are so bad right now that. You a trophy winning could be a long time away. So, if I don't bring out the guitar for this, I'm never bringing out. As long as these guys are in charge, I'm never bringing out the guitar. So, you know. <laughs> no, but like if, to... if if Chelsea win a league cup, you can sing the believe song. I'm not. I'm not telling you no. But believe. It's just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like believe. You're, you're, you're you're becoming even an even bigger meme, which is hard for me to to conceptualize. <laughs> Um, no, nah, I think that that might be it. I don't know if I have anything else. I mean, maybe you have one topic that can give us five extra minutes, but uh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, quick five minutes. Okay. Neymar's out of of Coke Up America officially. So, oh no, he's, Wait, gonna, he's 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 gonna retire. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, like we knew it was gonna happen, but just it's now official. Official, it's not like con- concretely official now. So, like, I think he's coming back in June or something. So, well, well so I think they're in, in time for the start of the Euros. So, yeah, he's out. Courtois is missing the Euros as well. I remember mm-hmm. seeing that. Um, so, yeah. Oh, no. I'm looking at BBC. Ex Defender Alves trial set for February. <laughs> oh, sugar. <laughs> Not to laugh at, I believe it was, it might actually be R. Like, hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me click. Sexual assault. Okay. Oh, I thought it might have been R. Actually, oh, if, the, you, oh, if you, if you read the fine print, it might yeah. be. Um, so damn. Because I think Robinho might be R. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like, R- like, R- I don't Robinho think he can R. go back to Italy. 
No. No. So. Yeah, he's not allowed. So. <sighs> Footballers. Do you know what? When when is the, when is Afcon? When does that start? Is it Jan fifth fifteenth? 13, 13, 13, 13. Oh, 13th, yeah. Ivory Coast, Guinea Bissau. We have time. We have time. We have time. Oh, sugar. We're playing on, um, the, on the, like, the next day. Oh, yeah, because we're in the thingy group, Equatorial Guinea. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we have time. So maybe next week or the week after we can do our yeah. AFCOM preview that we were supposed to do live, but... Uh... <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that wasn't happening. But... Um, so yeah, this has been the Talking Texas podcast. We thank you guys for listening. Sorry it's been a bit, you know, whatever. But um, I'm just kind of getting back into the swing of things. So I think I watched two or three games over the weekend. So I'm getting back into football slowly but surely. So we'll 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 have more to discuss as as the as the weeks go on for sure. Um, any last words for the people, Double H? Um. Keep it black, stay black, and try to um and don't don't get snow bunnied. Put it that way. Just don't don't get snow bunnied. Okay, now choose, or rather choose your snow choose your rabbit choose your box bunny wisely choose your box bunny wisely. <laughs> if black is a state of mind, what does that mean? Like, what state of mind is black? How do you mean? Well, if you tell people stay black, what if the, if they're not black? Then and you know oh, that no, no, there oh, are people oh, who oh, aren't oh, black. Then surely stay black. stay black means it's it's a state I, of mind. Okay, so people see people keep saying this. Oh, that's racist. Stay black. It's is for everybody. Stay black is a state is a state of mind. Stay, yeah, that's, stay so that's what I'm asking. But what state of mind is it? Oh no, focused, aware, and just cognizance of all the stuff that's around you. Basically, you're always you're always on edge and you're ready for everything. Stay black is like yo, stay black. Like so it's woke. get ready, stay ready, stay so black. It's like woke. So be woke. But just uh, not no, but, no, no, but but just without okay, the connotation of woke. No, no, no. It's it's woke but with more swag. <laughs> it's like woke woke is very political, but it's woke but with a lot more swag and a lot more woke, you know, yeah, woke has up. been made political, but like the original oh, look, connotation look, was just clowns. to like stay aware. And just yeah, to like, you know, be, plans, be ready for, for any and everything. So black is the, that's what the state of mind. Is. Yeah, okay. man. Stay black. Because when I hear it, I just, I think, you know, just stay a black person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how I changed that, bro. But anyway, this has been the Talking Texas Podcast. You can follow us wherever you follow us. You guys know where, where, where to go. The buttons are in the, or the links are in the description. Half Hope, your website is what? Halfhopeforboho.com. Yes. Um, should be... <sighs> Let me not promise something that I might not deliver on. So I'll just, I'll keep that one. Um, I'm at Daniel Taluk, Carl's at Anchorman 616. Talking Tactics Podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. I remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Peace, guys. Peace, peace, peace. One love. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network.